So who's the pro for your lawn? If you're like me, look no further than yourself. I made my beautiful lawn from great seed, a lot of pride, and even less water than you think. And did it all with Pennington Smart Seed. You see, Smart Seed is a premium seed bred to be drought resistant. So you'll use 30% less water for the entire life of your lawn. So to those who'd say the grass is greener on the other side, I politely disagree. Just look at my lawn. Pennington Smart Seed, guaranteed to grow. Reclaim your turf. You're now tuned in to The Investor Show, where we teach simple wealth creation for the common investors. With investment advisor, award-winning author, international speaker, and founder of Royal Financial Investment Group, Prince Dykes. Once again, guys, this is the Investor Show. As always, this is your host, Prince Dykes, coming all the way from Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, I'm doing something a little different this uh today um, for the podcast for this week, I have someone special on the line, and uh, I've never met Chris, i never met Chris hey. James, who's calling in from uh, Houston, Texas, um, so Chris, tell us tell about a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Chris James, and uh, I'm just uh, a hard patient, and I was wanted to get into investments. Uh, my money's been kind of funny, and just wanted to learn. And somebody got me and gave me advice on and uh, on uh, investment, and I just reached out to Prince and try to see what uh, what his company can do for me. You know, um, just dealing at a low low income right now, and I was wondering is there hope for people with low income, low income, they can. They can kind of, you know, better their lives in in okay. mm-hmm. Now, now, Chris, how did you find out about? Uh, it was just I was on her Facebook and uh, seen an ad on there, and um, I looked on uh, your website and saw your name on there, and saw some of the comments, and I just went on and reached out. Okay, all right. So the thing about uh, Chris, you know, he, he, I saw a couple of comments from him, um, and I saw a couple of his inboxes. As you guys know, um, you know, I do have an email address where a lot of people write in on emails, and a lot of people come in, and they, uh, um, they, you know, I do get a lot of inboxes. But I decided when I saw Chris's story or whatnot, I was just like, you know what, let me reach out to him to see if he would want to come live on air, and we'll just take it from there. We'll just talk about it. He was willing to talk about everything. So, you know, I just was like, hey, you know, I think this would be something cool to, for you guys to be able to hear this because Chris, the reason why I chose this is because I knew there's other people out there that's listening to this that were, you know, that's probably in the same situation, right? Yeah. So, had I just sit back and spoke to you privately, right, then you probably would have heard something. Maybe I was able to help you, but if somebody out there, who's probably listening to this has probably had the exact same situation, right? Yep. So yep. By, uh, hopefully they hear this and they are, um, you know, maybe we help them out. Yep. But as always, I don't have a lot of time. I definitely, you guys have a lot of time, so we're going to get straight into it. So the thing about it, uh, so explain your situation financially, right? 
Like, how much money do you have? Right now, I live off a thousand a month disability check. Um, really not able to work right now physically because I'm I'm in the transition of uh, I'm on heart transplant list, so I'm not able to do too much physical stuff. And you know, the disability check it comes on time every month. But I mean, I was wondering what else can I do with that? You know, part of it because I don't have a lot of bills too much, but I want to know what can I do with it to grow that, you know, and is it possible from, from that type of income, you know. All right. Um, now, you have, so you see, so you, you get a disability check of $1,000, you have a heart situation, you're waiting on a heart transplant, yeah. with this $1,000 a month, um, how much are your bills, how much do you have left over after you pay your living expenses? Uh, six hundred, um, about six hundred a month. Okay. Yeah, about six. Now, do you currently have a savings, or do you do any type of investments, or anything like that? No, not right now. Right now, just just that right there. You know, I kind of hold that a little bit. You know, I don't too much. I mean, toward the end of the month, I'm kind of running tight. You know, that's because you know sometimes I have to get a medicine or something like that. And that's okay. been outrageous. But uh, other than that, I, you know, I can I can stand up at this a little bit, you know. Now, uh, are you married? Do you have kids? Any situations okay. like that? I got two kids, and you know, I lost my marriage through this situation here. You know, because I wasn't able to be. I was a, I'm a retired truck driver, and okay. through this situation, I man, I got two kids, but you know. They're there being taken care of real well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay, so make sure we got this right. So essentially, he's divorced, retired yeah. cut truck driver. How old are you kids? You don't mind me asking? Uh, yeah, 10 and, 10 and 11. Yeah. So he has a 10-year-old, he has an 11-year-old. Yeah. Um, truck driver, retired, has a heart situation. Uh, how, how, how old are you? I'm 42. 42 years old, um, he was waiting on a heart trans transplant, right? Uh, he has a thousand dollars a month, and after his bills, he has six hundred dollars, you know, left over to, you know, uh, I guess, uh, save or invest or to live off of. Right. And now that we kind of know his situation, what is your investment goals? Like, are you? Are you looking for something in the short term, like, hey, I just want to do something real quick? Or are you looking for something in the long term? Right now, it's just more short term, and, you know, I don't know. I just want to, you know, be able to do the simple thing, you know, and kind of get back on my feet, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe about two or 3000 a month, you know, if it's possible, you know. Okay. Now, the next question is, so you see he's short-term, and, you know, he wants a high return. Now, the next question is, what is your risk level? Uh, right now, I'm saying high risk. Open. Yeah, high risk. <laughs> yeah. High risk, you want to be low risk, you just like, hey, I don't care. I don't care if I lose everything. Um, what would your risk level would be if you look at the world of investment? Um, it'll be a high risk. I mean, I, I, out of this six, I'll put 
four or five in it right now, you know. Four or five okay. All right, so he's going to be short-term. He wants to be high risk. So on the investment side of the house. So, you know, now I kind of got a little, uh, and you see you had the, the third question is dollar amount, which you already went over. We know he had dollar amount. When I look at this situation, my first thing is to say, right, you see, he has no savings. He has no emergency funds, right? He has no money put to the side. Now, my first thing would be to do is to, hey, if you if you have a disposable income, meaning after your income, you have $400 left over, I will slowly build up an emergency savings first. Okay. And this is the reason why. Because some people start to invest, and let's say you need to get some medicine, right? Correct. Correct. You... It may make you, but if all your money is put into investing, right, you may end up making a decision to cash out on an investment when you don't need to or when you shouldn't just to be able to go get your medicine. Okay. Right? Okay. right. So if you don't have that situation going on, then it doesn't make sense as far as, um, you know, it doesn't make sense to go ahead and start investing your money because as soon as something comes up, you need something, guess what you're going to pull that money from? You're going to be pulling out of your investments, right? right. So right. what you want to do is, if you have your savings, you know, like let's say if you take a couple months, you say, hey, I have a little savings set up to the side to where I have a little savings account, right? Right. Now, if something comes up, a medical situation comes up, uh, uh, and what you do, as soon as you get paid, I'd ask $600, the first thing you do is put it into your savings. First okay. thing, boom. Put it into your savings. Because if you don't tell your money where to go, it will slowly disappear. Yeah. When your thousand dollars come in, if you don't say, hey, you're going here, you're going there, it will slowly start to disappear. Right? Yeah. And now, yeah. so, the, so, so, boom, so if you, when you get paid, you put your money straight in the savings. Let's say it's 400 bucks. Boom. You put 400 bucks. Right now, it's August. You put 400 bucks. Now, by the time it is, uh, September or October, you pretty much have a thousand miles into a savings account. Now, as far as your medical expenses and stuff like that, do you have an insurance policy yeah. or any kind of medical insurance? Yeah, I got this. Yeah. Okay, so when, when you're paying for medicine, you're pretty much paying a copay or something right. like that. Yes, sir. Okay. And how much usually is your copay? Uh, twenty-five dollars. Yes, okay. So, let's say you make it a thousand dollars a month, right? You took two months. You took four hundred dollars two months. You know we didn't think about nothing fast. And you said, "I'm going to put as soon as my disability check come in, four hundred dollars go straight to my savings, and you know I'll pay my bills and live off of the rest." You do that for two months. Now you have a thousand dollars going to your savings account, and it, just in case something happens, you know, uh, I mean, if, if nothing happens, you know, or whatnot. You're talking in two, maybe two and a half months, you have an income of $1,000, which is your cash flow, and you have another $1,000 set to the side, right? Now, yeah. that tells you that if medicine come up, if a copay come up, you have money in your savings account. Yeah. You hear me? Okay, I'll, I'll make sure you can hear me pretty well. So, now you have your money in your savings account, so now that you have that money, once you saved up, the money for your savings account, then I would suggest you start to save to invest. What I mean by that is, boom, now you built up your savings. 
you take another two months. Now you have another thousand dollars to invest, right? Okay. Now if you have that thousand dollars to invest, you want to get into some crazy stuff, right? Right. If you if you want to be high risk, if you want to be, hey, I want to take it. I don't care if I lose it all. Cause think about it. If you got a thousand dollars or a couple hundred dollars to invest, right? Right. If you lost it all, you wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be the end of the world for you, right? Right. Right. Now, personally, my advice to you, Chris, yeah. would be personally my advice when it come down to the investing world. I would look at it going long term, right? Because, because the reason why this is my personal reason why the likelihood of you, Chris. Uh, what is your what is your investment background? I really don't have one. I mean, right. I just I, I, my thing is just to work and make a check, and then you know when they turned around with the hard thing, you know, mm -hmm. so when, to it when we just been here, you know, living check to check. Then when I was working, you know, then so, no investment. So if you have a thousand dollars, if you go into the world of investing, right? And you think I'm going to take my thousand dollars? I'm going to cause essentially when you make money off of the market, you're taking somebody else's money, right? So if you think I have no investment knowledge, I'm gonna walk into this and I'm going to take other people's money. You got a five percent chance of being successful, right? At doing that. But if you go long term, right, and get into an ETF that tracks the index, you have a 95 chance, 95% chance of being successful in the long term. Okay. Which which one would you rather take? I'll take the 95%. <laughs> so, because think about it, Chris, think about it logically. Somebody could just walk off the street and just go ahead and just start making money off of Wall Street. Wouldn't we all do it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? We all yeah. do it, you know. You would have never drove a truck. You would have been like, hey, man, what am I doing? I'm going to take my money. I'm going to jump right in here to the market. I'm going to just take all these people's money. But the most the most elite people in the world can't do that. They're not successful right. at doing that, right? Right. So you're talking about Harvard graduates that, uh, that are managing billions of dollars on Wall Street. They can't do it. A slim... A slim amount of them are able. A slim amount of them are able to beat the market on a consistent basis. Now you take your thousand dollars in there. Yeah, you might get lucky, right? Right. right. Yeah, you might you might get lucky. Then yeah, you might get you know uh, you might get lucky one time. You might get lucky two times. You might get lucky three times. But over time, you've been able to do that on a consistent basis, and you know with your health condition, yeah. you have time to be logging in every day trying to invest your money. Right. 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 So right. my suggestion would be with you is to get a uh, to get into the one of the indexes, the Dow Jones, S and P five hundred, or the Nasdaq. I don't know if you probably hear on the news, but they're like, "Oh, the Dow Jones is up by this much, or the Nasdaq is up by this much, or the right. S and P five hundred is up by this much." You could open up an account on your own, right? TD Ameritrade. If you need help with doing that, I have a bunch of tutorials. You can open up an account right now today, right? And you can, every month, once you have your savings account set up, purchase the index and have your dividends reinvested and forget about it. That would be my advice to you, Chris, because is there other things you can get into? Yes, but I know you have a medical condition, right? Right. You're, you're divorced, you're single. 
This is the likelihood you're going to get up here and download a software and just start trading stocks every single day and then, you know, start making all this money like crazy, right? Right. Because the thing about it is when you hear those stories of people doing that, they're talking about the 1% to 5% of people. They're not telling you about the other 95% that lost everything. Right. Right? right. They're going to pick right. that one or two people that are successful, and they're going to push that down your throat. Now, when you purchase the index, you may say, uh, what is the index? You have the S&P 500. It tracks the top 500 companies in America. Right? Mm-hmm. That means face- you have a Facebook? Yeah. You have an Amazon? Right. You heard of Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway? Yes, sir. All of those companies are tracked by the S&P 500. It costs around about, right now it trades for about $226 uh, per share. You have more than enough money to purchase one share. Every month, you, when you get paid, when you have your savings set up, because yeah. you know, when you have your savings set up, you just go in and you purchase yourself uh, one or two shares of the index and forget about it. Okay. Right, go over the long term because when you do that, now you have automatically joined the ninety-five percent of people, right? Yeah. That will you you have a ninety-five percent chance because now you're going with the market. You're not trying to beat it. You're not trying to guess against it. Now you're going with the market, right? Okay. Then when you do that, that pays you dividends. Okay. You can have those dividends come to you. It's only like one two percent dividends that I know in this index. Once you have that going, once you have your index, then I would suggest to you, uh, do you have a cell phone or do you use a cell phone service? Yeah, I got a cell phone, yeah. Who's your cell phone provider? Uh, Metro PCS. Metro PCS, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I would suggest, right? I would, the reason why I was going to add some cell phone, to, cell phone service provider, because you have AT&T that pays up to 5% in dividends. You have Verizon that pays five percent of dividends. Oh, then what you can do then is, and they only cost thirty to forty dollars per share. You have okay. more than enough money. You're balling, Chris. You can get a couple shares of those. Okay. So what you can have is you can use you can add companies like that to your portfolio to pay you a dividend. So now you have a dividend coming into your portfolio, and you're tracking the index with something like that. Historically. When you have, you know, you can get into corporate bonds too, but now you have a, a interest, you have a, you get a dividend that's coming into you, and you are tracking the S&P 500. Now, pretty much, you're putting your money in America. Okay. Right? And who knows? If the market does crash, you don't pay attention to when the market goes up, it goes down, sideways, you just put your money there. You invest your money there. You invest your money there. And then you stay on the index. You stay on the index. You get you a couple companies that pay a nice dividend or bond and create an income, right? Okay. And you got your savings account, and that's your best way of being successful. Now, if you went with the way you want to do it, Chris, if you want to be like, man, I'm ready to go to the casino. That's essentially what you want to do. You're like, I don't know nothing about investing. I want to jump in here. Build me a, uh, I want to build an account, and I want to be, I want my $1,000 to be 2000 3000 $4,000 a month. Usually what happens with people like that, they put their money in there, and then it goes bye-bye. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then they're trying to save their money up again, 
and then go bye bye again. Right? Yeah. So I'm a realistic person, I'm a logical person, I'm being honest with you, right? Um, Chris, I'm, I don't have it. I don't have any invested interest. You know, I'm not here to take your money. I'm not here to get you to sign up for this or that because I'm not endorsed by anybody. I'm not sponsored by anybody. I'm just sharing with you things that I learned. And Chris, yeah. what I'm telling you this is um, I learned this because I saw this with my own eyes and I experienced it myself. Okay. <laughs> right? I experienced it myself. I saw it my own eyes. And I don't know how well you follow the show or the Facebook page and stuff like that. But we had a lot of uh, hedge fund managers on this show. Um, we had a lot of, uh, you know, penny stock traders, all that good stuff, right? Right. Now, the best way for that, what I told you earlier, you can go start a TD Ameritrade, you can start an E-Trade account today. Okay. And you can start investing into the index today. The next thing you want to do, you're like, well, that's too conservative to me. I really want to get it crazy. The next thing, my best recommendation to you would be to get into maybe like a program. I know a guy by the name of Oliver Velez, he has a program, right? Okay. Tim Sykes, he has a program. But those programs are very expensive. Tim Sykes trade penny stocks. Oliver Velez, he trades stocks. He has students and stuff like that. Right. But when you trade like that, Chris, do you have time for that? Yeah, right now I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you you don't mind getting up every day, logging on to something like that? No, I don't, I don't trading mind. Everything? Okay. Now, if you want to do that, if you like, hey, you know what? I really want to get into trading and investing. Those, those are the two people that come to mind that have programs that you can okay. potentially go down. Now, if you go down that program line, just be weary that, hey, Prince said 90% of the people are going to fail at this. Right. Right? But, and the thing about it is, most of their programs to get into it, to become a student, it may cost you up to $3,000. Okay. Right? So you may have to save up to be able to pay to get into the program, but I know they have programs where they give people money and they let you trade and stuff like that, and you can make a commission and stuff like that. So if you're interested, if you are interested in those, you can inbox me and I can give you hey, these are the people you may want to speak with as far as if you want to go there, but those people are going to cost you thousands of dollars. Okay. You know, I, would, I wouldn't I would recommend somebody who's never invested before, who never touched the stock market, to just open up an account and then just start buying and selling stocks. Okay. With yeah. a couple hundred bucks, right? Yeah. yeah. And, just, right. and try to day trade. Because usually on a minimum to day trade properly, you need about twenty to $25,000 in margin to be able to day trade properly, right? And you're like, well, I don't have that. How can I invest? Yeah. Okay, I would recommend you take, you may, you go up on the these mentorship programs, but those things cost thousands of dollars to get into. Okay. Or you could say, hey, I can do this for myself, and, uh, you know, now when you go to the store, when you're buying your clothes, when you're on Amazon, when you're on Facebook, you could be investing with America. So okay. my number one suggestion would be to change you into a long-term investor um, okay. where your kids are appreciated for you because now you have something for your kids, something that can be passed down to them, whatever the case may be. Um, or another way I would look at doing it, if you wanted to invest for your kids, since they're 10 and 11, they're very young, right. I would look at getting them an insurance policy. 
Okay. You know, because uh, insurance policies are very cheap, especially for a 10, 11 year old. You know, you're talking about for 50 bucks. And a lot of insurance policies, uh, some insurance policies have um, cash values that you can invest into the market. Oh, okay. Okay. So you can have, it's not just, you know how most insurance is not good until you're dead. You know, you can have, you know, you can buy insurance policy with them at 10, 11. By the time they're your age, their policy is paid up in full. Okay. So they're not paying any more premiums and you can have a nice cash value set to the side. Okay. You know, so, so, so if I was looking to invest for your 10 year 11 year old, I would look at, hey, you know what? I would look into getting them not a term. I would look into something called an index universal life policy, IUL. For a ten and eleven year old, and what it does is the money you you pay with the policy, some of the money paid for the policy, and some of the money can be put into the index to track the index, and okay. and you can just put that there. By the time they're twenty years old, they can they can have a they already got you can when they become adults, you pass over to them and say, hey, you pay for your own insurance policy, but they can have their own policy that's going to be dirt cheap right now, right? right. Um, that could be dirt cheap, they could have it now, and they have a cash value that they could use to go buy a car, to go to right. college, stuff like that. If I was looking for my kids, that's, that'd be very cheap because they're very young. Yeah. Now, if you wanted to go in there at 42 years old with a bad heart and get a life insurance policy, you already know most life yeah. insurance companies are going to say no, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you probably experienced that, right? Yeah, two or three times. <laughs> Right, so you, so you understand how it works. But yeah. had you went and called the insurance company before you had the heart situation, you'd have been oh, pretty yeah. good to go. Right? right. Personal right. personal situation of mine is I have a six year old son, his name is Wesley, right? Right. Wesley when he was four he was diagnosed with autism. When he got right. diagnosed with autism, a couple insurance companies didn't want to insure him. Right. Right? Right. So, but had I tried to insure him before he turned four, he would have been good to go. Right. Right? I mean, God, God forbid something happened to your kids, but most insurance companies, when they see a 10 11 year old, they give them insurance fast. Mm. You want to wait till you're 30 years old and something happens, give it to them now. So that's something you can look into that would be very cheap, you know, okay. if you want to go. I know your, your money's a little thin, it's stretched out, but... Uh, most people, most companies that you go to, like you already experienced, you said it's, they want you to have thousands of dollars, right? Right, right. You're like, man, you know, I tried to go to this place and I don't have thousands of dollars. Can I even invest? Yes, you can, right? Okay. Ford right. stock costs, you know how much a Ford, you're a Ford company, right? Right. You know how much Ford stock costs? How much? $11. Oh, that's cheap. <laughs> you heard of Verizon? Yep. You're talking, they cost $48. They're trading for $48. AT&T is $30-something. So you can invest. And yes, you may not become a millionaire overnight, but guess what? It's better than nothing. Right, right. With your current situation, all you're doing is making $1,000 a month. you paying your bills. You know, you're just living with your money. And how, where, when you get paid, where in the world is your money going that it can potentially grow? Hmm. Nowhere, right now. Nowhere. Yeah. yeah. So you don't have a dog in the fight, right? Right. You have a possibility 
or making any money. Because you know what? You're 42 years old now, but think about how the price of everything has grown. Think about all these companies that have grown and grown. Now, you've been on Facebook every day, but you won't invest in the Facebook. Right. Right? You're on, Facebook, right. You're on Amazon buying stuff every day, but why won't you... Why won't you get into the investing game? Because you're on the opposite side. Now you're the consumer. But guess what? I'm just here to tell you, you don't have to have thousands and thousands of dollars to invest. Okay. You know, or millions of dollars. Because, you know, um, a lot of people, and it was that was bad about me too, was we couldn't see long term. Right. I wanted it now. I wanted it today. I wanted it a month or two. Give it to me fast now. And the person that wins, you heard of Warren Buffett? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a long-term guy. Okay. Right? Yeah. He's a long-term long guy. And um, I met Warren Buffett for the first time two months ago. I, went, I was invited to his meeting. And uh, I actually did a documentary on it, if you want to check it out on the YouTube channel. Um, okay. And me going up there and doing all the good stuff like that. But he's a long-term guy. Warren Buffett didn't make majority of his wealth until after the age of 50. Right? Yeah. But, you know, his thing is he don't try to beat the market. He just invests with the market. Okay. He takes advantage of things when they go bad. But, oh, okay. that's, that's the here and But, you know, but, you know, think about if you was in your 20s or your 30s, if you thought long term, had you just been investing $400 a month into the market when you was 30. At your age today, how far along would you be? Okay, okay. Now, one thing I did do, I did uh -huh. like a demo, a demo with Forex, mm -hmm. and uh, we did all right, you know. But you got to be aggressive with it, and you got to, you know, that Forex market is funny. It's, it's, yeah, that's, a, that's another one. I, I didn't bring, when he's talking about Forex, people that, that's the foreign exchange market, Forex. Yeah. You got, you know, it's a 24-hour market. You got to know how to use those stops, right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you don't know how to use stops, you could be in a, uh, a very, very bad situation. But you are 100% right with that and using uh, different uh, stocks and stuff like that. Right. You are pretty, you know, um, you are pretty, you are, you are right about that, about using yeah. different stocks and different stuff like that or whatnot, but using Forex. But like I was saying in the beginning, people that jump into the Forex market, People that jump into the uh, to, to day trading in stocks, most of those people, they're not going to tell you is they're going to lose right. in the long term. They may make some right. money, like you probably saw in the demo. I did all right. I threw some money out there and whatnot, whatever the case may be. And in those situations, what usually ended up happening, you're like, man, had I just brought Facebook stock or had I just brought what I knew about and forgot about it, I would have been in a whole lot better situation. Right. right. That's what people end up saying. Though. Had I just bought Coca-Cola stock and collected the dividends check or had them reinvested, I'd have been in a whole lot better situation. And had a whole lot less headache. Right. right. So, so, there's a, yeah. so, but by me hearing this, Chris, you could be in that top 5%, right? right. But the thing right. about it is, hey, do you want to be in that 5% or that 90 or 95%? Uh, it's 95, but there's a lot of risk on that, on that other side. You know? <laughs> exactly. You can save them. You, you, how would you feel that your two months of saving is just, boom, gone in, gone in a day? Bad feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Very bad feeling, right? Yeah. 
So yeah. you being a rookie and just walking onto a, you never played a game of football. You think you're just gonna walk into the NFL and start scoring touchdowns? No. Can it happen? It could happen, but the likelihood is probably yeah. not. Yeah. So, but if you really want to chase down that, I would look at getting into one of those proven programs by Tim Sykes. He does a lot of penny stocks. Yeah, uh, I, I, I did. I've heard of him before. Yeah, yeah. He's been on. He's been on the show here as well too. If you go down the podcast and stuff like that, him all over the last, he had something a program like that. I would if I had to do that. I just want to go at it alone. I just want to open up an account and start doing that. No, I wouldn't okay. advise to do that, right? Okay. Because you know, I would look at it. I think you'd be more successful in becoming an index investor. Okay. Okay. You know, get a broad index. Put your money into that. Get you some good bonds, some good dividend-paying stocks. Have those things reinvested and forget about it. Then later on, if you want to get some more riskier stuff, then you can look into doing that. But right now, that would be my advice. Build you up a savings. Start investing into the index. If you wanted to invest with your kids, I would invest with through them. I would get something uh, called the IUL, or Index Universal yeah. Life Policy, for your kids. You know, they'll thank you in the long run. And they're, uh, I'm 32 now. You're 42. By the time they're you and my age, they'll be like, wow, my dad really looked out for me. So, um, you know, those will are, those are be my best advice for you. Does that, does that help you out anyway? Help me out. I totally, totally do. I'm, I'm going to save up and see if I can make it happen. As soon as you get your money, throw it in the savings. Forget about all that. Don't try to, hey, you know, I'm going to Put it in the savings and forget about it. It comes into okay. your checking account, throw your throw your four hundred into your savings, live off the rest. Okay. Right? Okay. And you do that you do that for two months, you're gonna have about another you're gonna have a th- an extra paycheck sitting on the side at least. Once you okay. got that going, or you should and let me nothing happens. So now you start investing. So if you run into a, a you know, say if you need food or you run into I gotta pay a copay or something like that. You can either pay that with your checking or you can go into your savings and just get what you need to get. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. So, you can, okay. so you can open up your own account and start investing. Okay. All right, Chris? All right, I'll do that. I'll do that. All right, Chris. Yeah. I, 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 hope, that. I, hope that, I hope that that helps you out. Uh, thank you for calling in to the Investor Show. You got anything okay. you want to say to anybody that's listening? I'll just just take take good advice and take heed of what Princess say. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, keep in contact. I'm here if you need me, all right? Okay, I appreciate it, bud. All right, no problem. You too. All right, thanks. Thanks for listening to the Simple Investor Radio Show with author and investment advisor, Prince Dykes.